Welcome to a new experience for both of us. We've created this channel out of a final realization of 20 years of what can we do together that's creative. And more than 20 years each of having ADHD and needing to figure out how to be, what was the word? Intentional. Intentional. So this channel, what we're going to be doing as we go forward. I'm Jason. I'm Scott. What we, what the whole point of this is going to be is the two of us live completely different lives. I uh, currently am an RV-ish kind of guy. I say ish because I'm actually going to places and staying at their place. Like I'm going to go be placed for another, you know, for two months. Uh, I'll be inside a house. Um, but I had been inside my trailer while I was here. And uh, he, on the other hand... Um, I live in a community. Um, I'm a sound engineer, IT specialist. Um, I spend time with community theater, work with uh, local high schools. So there's a lot of activity, a lot of things that happen that keep me going a lot. And while that's good for the ADHD mind, there are things that I don't do that live to live intentionally. So we're shooting this today, just kind of give you an idea of what we're going to be talking about over the next few months. What we would like to do is sometimes weekly, bi-weekly uh, conversations with each other. We're trying to work some of the logistics for that out as well as while he's traveling, experiences that he has, and we're not talking about the good things. We're not saying we've got this right. I work, as you can see, in my trailer uh, uh, for a company that allows me to be remote, uh, right? It's a, we'll call it a eight to six job. And so wherever I go, I have to have internet and power. Those are the two main things I have to have because as a trailer, anybody you know who with trailers, anybody you know that has trailers I have you, you can't see it steer right there there's a, uh, um, a semi full-size refrigerator freezer I've got a CD player I've got a microwave oven and an actual oven see things that the houses have right but uh, also that houses have but uh, Obviously, much smaller, and for one or two people, you're not going to have it for like a whole family. Jason lives in a place with stuff that's meant for a whole family. Yep, and you know, we talk about intentional living. Now, this is going to be something that you're going to see me take on smaller tasks. Um, why, why can't I do this task? Well, it's because I've got to get from here to here to here to here to here. The intentional part of that is going to be, okay, why can't you do that task? Because there's four tasks ahead of it because of the way that I'm not focusing on the simple things. And a lot of the stuff when it comes to my side of things is my major intentional has to be at work because I start on a task, and we're talking tasks here, start on a task that I am working on and I probably could be done in 20 minutes. But then something pops up on the uh, the screen from an email, and I go, oh, I really need to take care of that. And then another thing from my memory, wait, there was something I probably should have taken care of yesterday, except for that task then takes 45 minutes to get done. Intentional, just figure out what your steps are and do them. And that's what we're trying to work on. That's what we're trying 
to get intentional about is those, well, steps. So I'll give you an example. So I literally have probably four what you would call hobbies. Um, work with plastic models, uh, play guitar. <clears throat> I also plan on, uh, I'm also play D&D, uh, getting ready to work on starting a campaign with, with my group that I do. But when I say, okay, let's say I'm gonna sit down and work on a model. Well, I might have been for the last two weeks coming in, putting stuff on the kitchen table. Well, problem is, since we all in this family are moving around all the time, I don't have the kitchen table to work on the model. So now I've got two weeks worth of stuff that I've got to clear off before I can get to that. And with ADD, when you get into hyper-focus, you, you get into working in that, well, by that time, you lose that creative edge. You lose the want to do the thing that you want to do. And that goes into every part of life. You know, start the laundry. I'm going to get laundry done today, dang it. You go, you do your laundry. It gets in the basket, you start folding. Daddy, I need this. Honey, can you come take care of this? You know, all this stuff, the, the distractions, the things that stop that flow. Intentional living is part of making sure that you know what you're gonna do, what your task is gonna be, and knowing you're gonna have interruptions knowing you're going to have the things that are going to take you on the sidebar, but it's knowing when to stop the sidebar. And his interruptions when he's at home are much different than my interruptions here. My interruptions, like I said, for me, it's work and my problems at work. His, he has less problems at work when it comes to these things. He probably has some, mm -hmm. okay, but my is Almost everything that I have that I do is um, has to do with emails, and so when emails come up, you know, another one comes up, another one comes up, and then I've also gotten people from other places calling me, texting me, that kind of thing. So all these things are coming up, taking me away from that initial one. And to it always happens when that. you're doing that initial yes. one. So <laughs> you, get, you get to that, you get to the point where you say, okay, let me get back to that one. What was I doing? Oh my That's gosh. That's the problem I have a lot. Yes. So just yesterday, I'm sitting in the office. I'm working on something. It's an email. It's about a piece of medical equipment. I've got to get it back going. And phone rings. Hey, I need toner. Okay. So take care of the toner. I'm walking down there. My cell phone rings again. Hey, I'm, I'm locked out. Uh, yo, I've got the spinning ring of death on, uh -huh. on the EMR. And I'm like, okay, let me finish this and do this. So by the time we get to that, it was two and a half hours before I sent three emails. And I was like, it completely freaked me out. But then there's other times I can sit there. And also, I really need to send that email. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what's? Okay, let me check my tickets. Yeah. Oh wait, let me check this. Let me do. Wait, there's that email again. Let me let me get back Who to that email. Who was that saying the email? But yeah, if you haven't started it. <laughs> and oh, then the problem with if you have started it, then something apparently more important comes up. So you have to start another one. You know that other one's in the drafts. Oh gosh. But then if you've forgotten you started it, you start it again. 
Then you go look through your drafts the next day and say, oh crap, did I send that one? I did that yesterday. I looked and I said, did I even send it? So I had to take five minutes to figure out whether or not I sent that one. Because I have to look through, honestly, like six, seven different folders. And I have to figure out how to try to search all the folders. Because I have two sets of emails. One's a main, my main email and then there's this other one that they set up where it cannot check through all the subfolders. And I don't understand why. So, but, so we can figure that out later. So let me ask you this. Yeah. This week. Yeah. After the big project. Mm-hmm. You had a clear space. Yes. This is this is what. How much difference did that make for the week? It was great, except for when I started eating something and didn't get intentional and putting the stuff away out of my space after I was done eating because I was eating honestly while I was working. So if you're unintentional and don't do something to get your space a little clearer, the mind can boggle up again, which I think it did uh, yesterday. So I would love to be able to show my workspace because it is. Well, how about a this? Mess. And but here's you'll, the other you'll, you'll end it. You'll take a shot and you'll put it in. Just say, "I'll show you my workspace." I'll, I'll, ha I'll have to take a shot, but I'll also have to sanitize it because HIPAA regulations and things like that. So mm -hmm. I don't know if I've got patient information on my desk or oh, uh, just or a wide shot. Been, yeah, wide shot. You can and you zoom in. Just take a look and see if it'll work. But it's one of the things that I'm having to having to be intentional on is cleaning all that up. You know, I've probably got three years worth of paste ups sitting under my computer monitor. I've probably got um, printouts from two years ago where somebody said, hey, look at this printer doing something stupid. It probably still sitting there. I know I do use paper for scratch paper. Yeah. You know, that's that's a whole different thing. But, you know, the fact that I've probably got that much <laughs> right under my monitor um, and it's, you know, I don't have a really big desk. It's probably not a whole lot bigger than this, um, you know, Two twenty-four inch monitors, nothing amazing, a phone and all that. But what we're doing in this conversation is a lot of identifying. <laughs> and the most dangerous part of it is, is we have each other to be our accountability. Now, Knowing that the other is going to experience similar or very, very, very same or similar things and we're and we know that the other one's not always gonna be in a place to do it now that's why we I <laughs> that's why I kind of shoehorned this situation and it came out of the her butt <laughs> yeah uh, sorry we're dealing with a little Ooh. bit of a, of a smell situation yeah. so anyway anyway back up here. it came out of yeah it, it, it came out of a need to and it basically was an intervention um the lack of intentional living and i was identifying it within myself and getting frustrated with certain things because there's some goals that are coming forward and we're going to talk about them later on on the channel but I have some goals going forward that I am the biggest hurdle to. But the intervention was me. He was saying, what's going on with you? What? Seriously, over the last like week or so, you're, you're, like, you're, you're sort of changing or whatever. And I was saying, I don't really have a goal. I, I used to like to video edit and that kind of thing. And my nice... Um, laptop's been sitting doing nothing for the last year and a half you know um, just 
feeling a lack of a uh, one thing uh, creativity honest honest lack of creativity but wanting to be creative but then having absolutely no not interest all the interest is there but the intentionality of starting things I know my mind when it's creative it it, it goes and I I'm in, I enjoy that when I don't get my creativity in it whether it be my own fault I actually can get down on myself for not doing the thing I want to do and as he was saying about the uh, um, the models he hasn't been able to do or the things that he's wanted to do and that's gonna get him down so we can get depressed and I was yeah. getting depressed so his intervention was a good thing it wasn't like oh my gosh uh, I need to well it was sort of I need to stop you spiraling where are you spiraling to and some of these conversations, the one thing about the two of us is neither one of us is super private about the things that we struggle with. Um, and I don't have any shame about what I deal with. My ADHD has been something, it's been part of my personality for years. It's something that I can absolutely weaponize and use to get multiple things done. At the same time, it's the biggest barrier. And so identifying that and we'll talk about this a little bit more in the intro video to the next clip. Um, but what happened was um, we went nuclear on the trailer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when we use nuclear, it means, you know, mushroom cloud uh, fallout. That's what it was. And um, we had, you know, we grabbed my daughter. Um, turned her into our camera winch. Hi, daughter. Yep. Camera winch. She's, she's camera winching for us right now. Um, and what she did, she followed us. It's hilarious. Um, because he felt like absolute crap. I was sick as a dog, two dogs, whatever that means, and uh, had been sick for two days, uh, two and a half days. And so he said, we're doing this. And I said, okay. And I was still sick while we were doing it, so I had no um, uh, energy to uh, <laughs> go against most of what he said. Uh, there were a couple of things I said, nope, that's got to stay. And a couple of times he said, are you sure? And I said, you're right, it's gone. But most of the time he said, okay, you do this, you do this, you'll see. And what that, what that came out of, you know, and we'll talk some more about this because there are parts of life that influence our mindset sometimes just as, just as well as it does for a normie which is what I typically call people that don't have our weird brain chemistry um, that it also deals with normies but it also causes a different kind of a chemical reaction for us um, I need to go back and look at the statistics but especially during COVID, during the law, you know, during, yeah. during COVID, um, anybody that's been in the military, things like that, ADHD, um, the numbers are really high for the people that do spiral out through grief, through depression, through things that they can't control, and through people not understanding how to communicate with an ADHD. Suicide rates are extremely high. Um, 
and there's not a lot of conversation around the how do you deal how does a normie deal with an ADHD medicate him medicate him medicate him you know that's what you grew up with that was a lot of what I did too that's just it remember I didn't grow up with that I, there was nothing not diagnosed till 25 so there was no medication it but was you that kid saw that you saw that really in the schools did no you know? no that's just it there wasn't knowledge of any it was they, they called it hyperactivity. There wasn't really ADHD and within the 70s. I was born in 1970. In the 70 to 80, really never heard of anything called ADHD. No, they just decided, the parents just decided they're going to beat it out of you. Yeah. You well, know, the kid needs a whipping, you know. I, that, that you know what? It, it happened. I, I, I learned some stuff. It's by getting spanked. It's true. I, it is. Yeah, that's a lot of, lot of the adjustment that I have, Okay, too. and so, so, but... When you medicate, 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 some people should have it, some people shouldn't have it. I didn't have it growing up. When I was 25, I got some. Uh, I didn't have the money to keep going on it, so I didn't. And then I got some again, probably when I was 30 or 35 or whatever. And I've noticed, and then so the, the last set of time, I, I've, I've actually had some medication and when and I will say this, with what I had, uh, the amount, it actually brought my feelings of sort of de depression and I'm not going anywhere, doing anything, I'm just, uh, and almost anxiety, it actually did help with that, okay? And I'm just saying that for myself. Other people, maybe it doesn't. It's not like it throws me over the over the board, overboard, and says, ha no, it sort of it normalized me out from feel because I did. I felt going nowhere, doing nothing. To hey, I can get some things done. I don't mean like I can get some things done today because I'm feeling so. Let's go, but I can get some things done. Let's let's move on. You know that's and that's the one of the bigger things. Whenever I whenever back over the last few years, um, I've been able to manage quite a bit, um, but I have been in the last probably about year or so wanting to talk to my um, talk to my um, provider about um, maybe trying to turn some of it back on. Um, one of the things that I noticed, especially for me, is I medicate with caffeine uh, my particular version of ADHD because I mean there's papers written about me at the University of New Mexico somewhere um, but what happened is mine is actually a dopamine overproduction so I'm always trying to fall asleep my brain <laughs> then generates its own stimulant to counteract the dopamine so the only medications that really work in my head is uh, Clon or, Clonidine, Concerta, and Ritalin. Um, and at one time I was taking one in the morning, the time release one. And then about three o'clock I'm going, got that changeover, take a, take a Ritalin booster in the afternoon. And that would get me through the end of the day. That was that was really prevalent whenever I was in college. I mean, I did. I mean, I went through stuff. 
when I was in high school, I, they had me on a beta blocker because it showed some properties to help with ADHD. So I didn't like the stimulant course. I didn't like some of the ways it made me feel, even mm -hmm. though it worked. So they put me on a beta blocker. Went to a cross-country race. Hmm. Forgot it the morning, that morning. Didn't have it with me the morning of the race. It was an overnight trip. So then I'd had enough time for that beta blocker to get out of my system. I set a 30-second PR. The beta blocker was actually slowing my heart rate. I couldn't perform in the race. <laughs> All of a sudden, I went from, you know, JV to upper mid-pack varsity speed. It was ridiculous. But that conversation is something I want to go through later. Um, we'll, we'll table that one for one of our podcast-style conversations. Because what that's going to bring is, what do you do to cope? What do you do? We're going to cover all this stuff. And I want to go through, I want to, co I want to cover the ADHD. But there's some other things that we're going to cover, too. Because... ADHD life can be fun. Oh yeah, it. Um, I, I won't say that every ADHD person is a an extrovert. It's not the truth. I can tell you how I am. I can tell you how he is. Um, and I know in in the way that my brain works in certain situations. I'm I'm called what I call I'm on meaning. Somebody says something, I gotta come back, I gotta say, I got something that happens and then, and, you know, I'm quick and I'm quick. Other situations, I'm not. And uh, most situations I've seen him in, he's like got something like almost every time. And I, there was the other day where I was in a situation and I didn't feel on, you know, so I was like, okay, well, I can't go in any direction. I can't think of anything quick enough. So I'm like, oh, I'm not on, okay. You know, and then there's those times where you're on and it's just, you're the funniest person there, and people want to be around you, they want to listen to you and talk, and then you say this little thing, and you're not even way blowing it out or anything like that. It's like, what, what? Anyway, it's an interesting thing that goes on in the head. So, kind of in a way to kind of wrap and go in um, for what the intention is going to be, we're going to see snapshots of life travel. Um, Scott's going to do a lot of the, you know, RV life. It may not even focus on ADHD whenever it happens. It probably will show what an ADHD person does. And I'm not necessarily saying, oh, this is because of ADHD. But you'll you'll get to see some things. You know, it's interesting. It'll be. And a lot of what I'm and a lot of what I'm going to be doing, and I haven't even talked to him about this, is um, I have to get out of a rut. I have to get active again. I have to start living with intention and moving towards being healthy. Um, I was a runner in high school. I competed at the Division One level in college. Um, and then when my body said no more, I just stopped. I didn't do anything athletic and probably haven't in the last 20 years. Um, and, uh, you know, I might do certain things like go on a bike ride every once in a while or go on a canoe trip or, but 
the idea is intentional still being intentional there are days when you have to do the things that you don't feel like doing adulting it's more difficult when your brain is literally fighting your body and what he's talking about doing something healthy and whatnot you know don't don't let my size make you think I'm healthy don't just because I only am maybe 150 pounds doesn't mean I go out there and I'm running every day. I'm not running any day, okay? I'm not. I'm not going out and riding my bike every day. I have a bike out there. I've had it for over two years and I've ridden it four times. I have a kayak. I've now been in it twice. <laughs> once, once with my youngest. Yes, okay. And when it comes to intentional, what he's talking about here is getting more active what we used to do in high school and after that was we were parts of groups that were active now if you're not a part of a group that's active you have to make it active yourself that's not easy especially post-covid because nobody wants to get everybody kind of got used to doing their own thing so that's one of the things that you know my intentionality is getting my spaces together which is much of what I identified in him, which is what started this entire conversation. And then, and it started the long video. <laughs> um, we worked, what, from 11 a.m. to 11, 11 p.m. that night. And it's only four hours to show for it. Yeah. And what that time period was, was literally why why do you have this what are you doing with it will you use it again and you'll see there's some things that were like yes no 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 and that there's there's things that he's like eh, and i'm like no you will need that don't there's things where i'm like really and he's like oh my god that has you know this kind of uh um a meaning and I, I wasn't that active when i was that sick no. i just said no this is why <laughs> but so we're moving to, so we're going to move forward um you'll see conversations where we're going to sit down we're going to put down here's what we're going to talk about he's going to be where he is i'm going to be where i am we're going to put it together um the plan is to not only have it here on youtube but we're also going to try to put it out as a podcast uh once i pull the audio and what we're going to try to do is we're going to have the the primary videos are going to be the podcast and conversations he's going to be going he'll, he'll, you'll probably see scott live more than you'll see me live if he goes live or if he does a short or if he does a video we'll just say i'm going to be moving to different places so it's easier for me to say hey look at this new place as opposed to jason to say hey here's my table again <laughs> absolutely so. <laughs> absolutely and that's gonna be and you're gonna see a lot of that and you're gonna see snapshots from me I'm basically the idea is I'm gonna be laying it out um, it may not be pretty um, one of the workspaces I've got to do is my audio edit suite it's literally a corner of my bedroom and I got it set up got it going 
it's right inside the door to the bedroom and it's literally where I just drop stuff or it's I've got this these folded laundry I don't have the time or the energy to put it up it's gonna sit on the keyboard you know um, yeah I always put my laundry away you're gonna see that part of the video oh my gosh so <laughs> that's there's four hour video coming up um, I'm gonna put this together first yeah the one hour introduction <laughs> the four hour video so and that's uh, so we're 34 minutes so we're not that bad well it'll it'll be short yeah and then we're gonna do a short intro that's gonna show you the after aftermath then you're gonna see the we're gonna also put together what it takes to get you ready to get you rolling because you gotta leave today I gotta leave today in like three hours so we're gonna do that uh, we're gonna shoot that video as well and we're going to put together that intro I hope to probably have all of it together this video I'll probably have together well you, you're watching it right now but we're talking it won't take but a couple days um, and then what we'll do is we will start getting the snapshots the snapshots are going to be I'd like to do the the talks what do you think bi-weekly we'll start I'd say start bi-weekly just because Time, time and whatnot. I'm moving Atlanta. into Eastern Time. Oh so, gosh, you are. Yeah. Even though you're going straight north. Mm, but Saturday. Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit. time frame or whatever. I mean, I'm going a little bit off the right, but yeah. So, yep. Okay. So, I hope this is enjoyable. Well, maybe not so much enjoyable, but informative. And then we're going to break some of that. We're going to break some of that down, and we're actually going to probe on each other. Um, even though we've been friends for 20 years and we've had discussions over the years, we've never really dove into certain things. And I think that's going to be interesting because we've supported each other through a lot of situations, but we also have kind of left the elephant in the room a few times. So it'll be interesting to see and go through some of those. But again, you know, if you want to, uh, you're not going to hear me say like and subscribe every single every. That annoys me to death on all these channels. Even though he said he said you're not going to hear him say it, so I'm make not, sure you bleep uh, that. Out. You're never going to hear him say it. In the, okay? Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not going to say it on every video. But the idea is, I want to see the people that want to see the RV life. I want to see them, you know, get in here and and watch the things that you're doing. Because um, I'm a single man with a dog. Uh, lost my wife five years ago. That's why I, one of the reasons why I am doing what I am right now, right? So a lot more you can learn about that later on. Yeah, and stories. You know, I, I'm going to think of stories and tell stories. I'm, you know, you're going to think of stories and tell stories. This is literally going to be just a snapshot of two grown men who literally our brains function like 11 year olds <laughs> oh my mother even said yeah he's 52 going on 16 that's what she usually said and maybe 11 is a little bit better sometimes to say that but and that's what we're going to do so you know follow follow the journeys 
follow the conversations. Um, it's not going to be easy. It's not uh, going to be. It's not always going to be sunshine and unicorn poop. It's going to be. It's literally going to be okay. That sucks. <sighs> um, and what we want to see, we want to see our friends see this. We want to see our family see this. We want to see strangers who go. This can help because that's, that's me. Means, that's what I'm doing. That's what's happening. And create a conversation. The biggest thing is going to be the conversation because, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave it on this point. Repetition. If you're working on something, somebody asks you to do something, you start it. Mm -hmm. You get sidetracked. If someone says, hey, Scott, can you finish that what I asked you to do? That's not an embarrassment to you. I don't ever take it that way. But the biggest thing that I get is the people that don't identify it and get frustrated. And then the other one is the people that get embarrassed because they feel like they're going to embarrass you because they've asked you to do something again. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big, you know, if, if, if you have an ADHD loved one, do not ever be afraid to reiterate something that they've fallen off of. We don't take it badly. We kind of go, oh crap, yeah. I was doing that, wasn't I? Yeah. And that's, that, that's about as harsh as I'll give with myself. Yeah. And Unless it was something that was going to kill somebody if I didn't do it. Right. Then I might. <laughs> then I might have something else to say to but, myself. But, you know, that's, that's, and that, we're going to, I'm going to dive into that a little bit more later. But, dive. Wow, that got southern fast. Um, southern fast. So, that's going to be a conversation, and that's probably going to be the first of our chats. Because I want to steer the conversation towards cohabitating with an ADHD. Not ADHD with ADHD, but some, maybe sometimes some coping mechanisms for ADHDs to lay out to their significant others who are normies. That's going to be the thing. So that's probably where we'll have the conversation next time. Um, I'm Jason. And I'm Scott. We'll catch you on the other side.